welcome, welcome, welcome in everybody to the Mostly Manly Show. I am your host, Brad Manley. I hope everyone had an excellent Thanksgiving. I had a very nice and peaceful Thanksgiving. It was just the wife and I. We have uh, some family coming in from out of town. Oh, next weekend, I guess it is. And we're having the boys and everybody over then. And my wife is going to make lasagna, which I even prefer to Thanksgiving type food. I mean, it's, oh, goodness. One, I like the thing I like about Thanksgiving and lasagna and a lot of different uh, dishes that take some time is the way the house smells during that whole preparation phase. Um, and then the drawback is I'm hungry about seven hours before the dish is ready. And, you know, then I turn into a little kid, keep peeking into the kitchen and the wife's like, no, it's not ready. Get your ass back out there. But it's smells good and woo, delicious. So hopefully everybody had a good one. Um, getting ready for the holiday season. Hopefully, hopefully no one went out Black Friday shopping and came back with, is it called Black Friday? Because sometimes you get a black eye, you know, if you're fighting over a TV at Walmart, that kind of thing. I don't understand it. I love people that go and they see that, and TVs, for some reason, TVs seem to be like the hugest thing on sale on Black Friday. It's crazy. Look at that TV over there, $199, regularly $451. And I'm like, Ted, you already have a TV in every single room. We have it. That one's on sale. That To me, that doesn't make sense. That is counterintuitive. How good of a sale is it if I don't need it? You know, and then I'm dropping $200 for something that either I'm going to give away or is going to sit in my garage, well, garage, spare bedroom, whatever. It's going to sit somewhere, but I'm not going to ever, you know, use it or I'm not going to use it <laughs> 10 years down the road. When my other TV dies, I use that TV I just got on sale and then it's not the latest, greatest technology anymore. And then I'm pissed off and have to buy another one. So Brad Manley is a firm believer in I only buy stuff that I either need, you know, for myself to use then or give away. So there is that. I had, um, we had like a mini Thanksgiving. My wife made chicken instead of turkey, but most of the fixings and pumpkin pudding instead of pumpkin pie, which is exquisite. You can have more because there's no crust to create more carbs and stuff. So you can have more of it and you still of course duh use plenty of whipped cream to cover just about every square inch of the pumpkin pudding it's like pumpkin pie without the crust you know add extra whipped cream because the ratio of whipped cream to pie should be about one to one the whole you know for the whole holiday season anytime you get a pumpkin pie out or sweet potato pie for that matter you, you know, it's all one-to-one. -one. So a friend of mine posted something about, oh, some, something at a grocery store or asked what, what got you fired up at a grocery store. And they said that um, the store they were at had, their deli had fresh chicken tenders, I think it was, at like 7.30 in the morning. And now there's something that I agreed with. I like uh, non-breakfast, non-traditional breakfast items, you know, in the morning. To me, there's there's just something special about them. Like if you have 
uh, if I go the place I used to work at, we had you know several breakfast items, several breakfast burritos, several breakfast biscuits, uh, breakfast croissant, um, different like egg type dishes, scramblers, and then like a chicken sandwich. And I'm thinking with pickles, it's good. But I'm thinking that that one thing that isn't breakfast is the thing that I want. And if you are like, we would have that transition time between breakfast and lunch. And when you're first putting lunch out, like the first lunch item, everybody's like, oh my God, it's a lunch thing. And just, you know, would make a beeline for that. So if you put corn dogs out first thing, you know, 9.30 as you're switching over or something, people are going crazy for those corn dogs. Now, one o'clock when it's all lunch, they'll be like, meh, corn dogs. But it's crazy. It's all, you know, psychological, I guess. I don't, I wish I understood it because then I could probably make some money on it, but it, it does seem to occur. And I mean, it to me, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. I'm going to eat, you know, whatever it is that I want. As long as it's, you know, available, I'm not going to make, oh, I don't know, a crown roast or something at 8 a.m. Um, but, you know, I'll eat a burger or whatever it takes. I mean, I asked the question, what made, I'm doing air quotes for you, breakfast foods, breakfast foods. You know, when did, what made us want to eat bacon and eggs, that kind of thing. So I looked it up a little bit because I was genuinely curious. I was not initially going to, you know, use this as a topic for the show um, because you guys are probably smarter than I am as far as that goes anyway. But I thought, well, what the heck? So I'm, I'm looking it up. And initially in this country, um, breakfast consists really can fit, consisted of grains uh, like you know, the Native Americans had uh, ground corn was grits. And, you know, there's a reason that the Quaker Oats guy is a Quaker because they, you know, the pilgrims would have brought over and they had a lot of oats. Um, modern day oatmeal probably wasn't exactly the same. And so that I'm looking deeper and I guess bacon had been a thing, but it was like it didn't officially become like the big breakfast meat hard to believe because it was so fantastic it was in the 20s that uh the beech nut company did i guess their bacon wasn't selling great and they were trying to make it this is hard to believe but more marketable right now you could throw a piece of bacon out on the street and 10 guys would fight for it but they were trying to make their bacon more marketable the sales were kind of you know, lagging a little bit. And they hired a man named Edward Bernays. Uh, Edward Bernays, also known as the father of public relations. He was Sigmund Freud's nephew. Everybody knows a little bit of Sigmund Freud. I'm sure they do. And uh, he, they hired him and said, okay, you need to make, you know, bake a bigger seller for us. And so he would go to doctors and you know, ask them their opinion and whether, you know, he'd go to nine doctors or 900, he would post stuff or post stuff. Yeah, right. He would publish things, you know, like nine out of 10 doctors say you need a hearty breakfast for 
to get your ass going in the morning. And so bacon and eggs kind of became the poster children for the hearty breakfast, which I thought was interesting. Also interesting that he is uh, Sigmund Freud's nephew, you know. Does your musha like eggs? Whoa, whoa. Easy on the Oedipal omelet there, buddy. We'll be back. And we are back talking about a little bit of breakfast here. I can always go for a little bit of breakfast. I like breakfast for, you know, at any time of day. Of course, I just said I like, you know, lunch or whatever at any time of day. But like my wife makes biscuits and gravy that I think is fantastic. Um, Very sausage heavy. And I love having that for dinner. She'll make fried potatoes with it and put the potatoes and the biscuits under the gravy. And it's spectacular. So I'm thinking, obviously, breakfast did not start here in our country in the, you know, 20th century. I read up a, a lot of, um, in the Middle Ages, I guess, breakfast was considered a meal for just the working class or the peasants because they needed to get up and get their menial labor tasks done, whereas the aristocracy didn't have shit to do. <laughs> Pardon my branch, but they would, you know, not have to get out and bust ass so they could just sit around and wait till noon to eat. I'd be, you know, starving to death probably by then. Of course, you never know. They they may have snacked on things. I read this. This is funny that it was deemed at one point that chocolate did not count as food because it didn't have the nutritional value. So if they were woofing down you know, heaps of chocolate every morning, I guess. I mean, they can deem all they want that it's not food, but it's still giving carbs to your body. So no wonder they didn't have to eat till noon. They were jacked up on chocolate for five hours. I'd be just fine too. Actually, I'd be buzzing around the room and needing, you know, insulin mainlined into me at this point, I'm thinking. So I'm trying to figure out a few other reasons that, you know, Breakfast foods are breakfast foods. One actually made a lot of sense to me is that chickens, you know, lay eggs in the morning for the very most part. So they would be, you know, the freshest then. So they'd go out and grab it. Um, there was not a lot of refrigeration either then. So anybody that had, uh, they could keep cured meats like bacon or, you know, ham, I would think. And they wouldn't, you know, have to have refrigeration for it, or they wouldn't, because they kept it on hand, they wouldn't, wouldn't be a situation where they had to run into town, you know, to get a piece of meat from the butcher or something like that. Um, it's high in protein. So, it, you know, get you going. But ultimately, I, I feel like, you know, once it was something they could do to promote sales, that's kind of when it really became locked in because, Money seems to be the root of all evil. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, we have, you know, we're we're doing away with this now. Breakfast is whatever damn thing you want it to be. And so Brad Manley's thinking, what things do I want for sure that are excellent for breakfast? So I know 
steaks are have been kind of a what are they quasi breakfast food, right? You have steak and eggs. You don't always, but I mean it's a that's a pretty heavy deal. It does make me want to take the old after breakfast nap, which is sometimes frowned upon. Um, burgers, I think, are great. One of the things that I love, well, anything, and this is some kind of phenomena. I don't know what makes it so, but anything to me, tomato based, is fantastic as leftovers. Chili is great. Any kind of Italian stuff. Um, my wife will make pasta, any kind of pasta in red sauce, and she'll mix them together after we have the initial meal. Initially, you know, she'll put the noodles on and then pour the sauce over it like a traditional place would. But then she mixes them together to put them in a, you know, storage container in the fridge so that her doofy husband knows what that is. So I'm not looking around. Um, and that the next day or two days later is amazing. Lasagna is great. We don't, unfortunately, we don't usually have it that long because it gets eaten pretty quickly at our house. My personal favorite, though, personal fave is Sloppy Joe's. I mean, Sloppy Joe's, um, we don't currently have a microwave because my wife is, well, she loves to cook. And that's just not something that she cared to use. That was more me. And then when I blew up the last one, um, you can trust me to ruin your stuff, ladies and gentlemen. When I blew up the last one, we just decided not to get it. We did get a cool new toaster oven slash air fryer. I don't know. It does like 27 things. You know what else it does? I put my socks in there the other day to toast them up real nicely for the winter. So that part's good. But the Sloppy Joes, when we had a microwave, I would... I'd be going to town. I'd microwave two or three sandwiches of those. And that is a 24-hour-a-day food for me. Sloppy Joes. Eat them for breakfast. Eat them for lunch. Eat them for dinner. Eat them for, I don't know, I woke up at 2 in the morning and I feel like I need a snack. At Sloppy Joes is all-purpose. But I guess that, um, so we would have to rebrand everything, right? If something wasn't for breakfast. What about cereals? Cereals were... Actually, cereals were kind of nudged in their direction. The Kellogg's company was nudged by Sylvester Graham. He's actually the guy that created Graham crackers. He created his own kind of flour. And cereal was nudged that way. Uh, it didn't need to be heated. You know, it could be eaten, obviously, with milk or not, even, you know, with a, out, of a, out of your hand. You know, there's several cereals that I like to eat dry, but thing is, as as technology, you know, changes us, sometimes we still try to revert back to the simplest thing because cereal, I think, still sells a ton, you know, and it's pour into a deal, pour into a bowl, pour milk on, grab a spoon. You know, that's as simple as we get or stick, open the box, stick your hand in, and it's still... Obviously, those companies still are doing great. Um, this week, I have a couple shout-outs. Shocker. I'm going to shout-out to... Um, we're going to give our friend of the show, Layton, another shout-out because she ran a turkey trot over Thanksgiving, a 5K. And I saw pictures. It looked like it was raining and nasty. And that girl got out there, got it going, finished. And that's... That's a hard deal under the best of conditions. And 
She did it under shitty conditions. I'm real proud of her. That was a great job there. I want to shout out to, uh, let's see, my friend Eula I haven't heard from in a minute. So if she wants to say hello to me, she can. And my friends back at 119, uh, Kander and Jane and Ryan and anybody that I miss, Spencer, you know, my friend Spencer was under the weather for a minute. I hear he's doing a little better. That makes me happy. That's good. Um, my friend Tessa back in the deli, my friend Brandon back there, um, obviously Jess and uh, Allie and Katie, I guess, is back there now too. So I want to say hello to all my friends back there. I'm missing everybody. Uh, I try to try to keep up with people and say hey, but goodness, sometimes I get uh, get bogged down trying to say hello to people and I feel bad if I miss a certain one. I definitely want to say, uh, give a big shout out to my brother, Wes. He uh, sent me a bunch of real nice pictures on Thanksgiving of, uh, he went and got my mom. My mom lives up in Northern Illinois and he went and got my mom and took her to his place for Thanksgiving. I got a bunch of pictures of my mom and my brother and his beautiful family. He's got uh, his wife, Carrie, and three girls, and it was just great, great stuff. Makes makes my heart so warm. And then for a moment, I, I tear up because I miss everybody, and I'm, you know, 900 or 1,000 miles away, so it's not like I can jump in a car or get there right quick. Um, but I just want to tell my brother I'm thinking about him, and I love him. And I want everybody to keep listening to us and be thankful. I mean, I know this week was Thanksgiving, and that's, the important thing is that we're thankful all the time. That uh, try to remember the good you have instead of the the bad that is trying to creep around everywhere. You always remember the stuff you're grateful for, as opposed to the stuff that you're upset about. Um, it helps make the things that you're upset about seem smaller. So until I talk to you next week, everybody try to stay manly. Bye-bye.